Thank you so much, Alison, for being here with me today. Um, my name is Izumi Tanaka. I am a green realtor and lead green associate, currently studying for lead AP. I'd like to introduce my guest today, Alison Kendall. She is a California licensed architect and lead accredited professional, AP, with specialty in building design and construction. She has a master's of architecture and master's of city planning from University of California, Berkeley, where she taught environmental design and energy efficient architecture. She's also a green point rater for new and existing single and multifamily dwelling and a building performance institute building analyst specialized in energy efficiency. She has taught sustainable architecture and planning to students and professionals in California and in France. She founded Kendall Planning plus design as sole proprietor in 1997 in San Francisco Bay Area and relocated to practice to, to Santa Monica in 2003. Thank you so much, Allison, for being here with me today. I'm so honored to have you. And you have such a wide and in-depth knowledge and experience in sustainability and green building realm that 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 I have multiple topics that I can discuss with you. And I may actually have to have you again. But today I wanted to talk to you about the different certification programs and rating program, made rating systems for homes and, um, and the values and impact of those programs. So um, if you could just kind of briefly uh, give me some idea what's going on in that realm of certifying homes and uh, rating. Sure. Well, um, our practice is, is specialized in green homes, both uh, single family and multifamily, remodels, uh, additions, and, uh, and new construction. So we've been, and I've been personally interested in sustainable design for a very long time. And I make sure that all my designers are trained in that area. Um, so I'm so excited to see people like you, Izumi, um, in the real estate domain, interested in learning more about green homes because that's really the wave of the future. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to you. Um, what I, thought would be the most useful is to illustrate um, two of the really popular green rating systems through a project we're working on right now in my office, which mm -hmm. is a two-town home project in Culver City. Mm -hmm. This one we're doing with both the Greenpoint rating and the LEED uh, rating system. And we were frankly interested ourselves to really explore what the strengths and weaknesses of, of both systems were so that we could um, really test this, this design, which is really intended to be a, a net zero energy home. In other words, a home which uh, uses only as much energy as it um, actually produces mm -hmm. in the form of photovoltaic electric energy. Right. So um, on the screen, hopefully everybody can see this project, which is located in downtown Culver City. Um, it's two townhomes on a very small lot. And as I mentioned, it's a net zero energy home mm -hmm. with photovoltaic 
photovoltaic um, panels going onto the roof mm -hmm. in order to offset that uh, energy use. Um, one of the things about this project, it's, it's really intended to be a kind of entry level home for um, young property, um, young, young workers in that Culver City early walking distance to downtown. It's um, actually replacing a 1920s era home wow. that was very funky and um, had really deteriorated pretty severely. Mm -hmm. Um, so the new home is intended to accommodate two different families, both three bedrooms, three baths, mm -hmm. um, and be centrally located enough that you actually do not need to drive everywhere to do your daily uh, activities. There's, so you see one of the um, homeowners there um, uh, is a, a bicycle commuter and the other one takes the expo line. So right. it's an ideal location for both mm -hmm. those types of people. Um, this really shows how tightly um, the house is situated on the lot. Right. The, the typical lot in Culver City is about five or 6,000 square feet. This one is, is about 5,400 square feet and it's weirdly, uh, I, I think there was a drunken surveyor or something, but <laughs> so that makes it even more challenging to fit something efficiently on the site. Mm -hmm. um, but we tried to use every single part of the site actively so that people would have outdoor gardening space and outdoor space as well. Right. Um, this shows the two units. Those, um, you can kind of see how they're put together. One's mm -hmm. the shape of a T, one's the shape of a C. Right. Um, we've used very sustainable materials, um, very durable materials that are energy efficient, like fiberglass windows. Um, permeable papers that allow rainwater to percolate into the soil and generally just very durable materials. Mm -hmm. So not um, high-end and not imported from the other side of the world, uh, generally just the most durable and efficient materials we could find. The idea of putting two full homes, separate properties onto one lot is mm -hmm. also obviously very green, mm -hmm. right? That's saving and it's saving water and it's generally using our precious resources, including money, which in California can be a very major constraint for construction, yes. using everything as efficiently as possible. Right. So here you can, you can see this, this bird's eye view that really gives you a sense of how we used every single square foot of that lot, mm. including the roof yeah. um, for the two units to give them as much outdoor space and usable space as possible mm -hmm. while still giving them a sense of privacy from each other. Right. Um, so the two systems that um, we're gonna be talking about today that are really common in California and probably in the United States are the lead for homes uh, rating system, which is pretty well established and then the Greenpoint rating system. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, trained in both of those, and we're using both of those for this particular project. Mm -hmm. And when you see the, the titles of the, the different areas that you look at in Lead for Homes and on the left, and on yes. the right, you see the titles of the topics addressed by Greenpoint Rated. Right. And really, they are substantially identical. Mm -hmm. They're looking at the same array of issues. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes in a little bit more detail and a little bit less, um, but essentially very, very similar. Mm -hmm. LEAD uh, is a little bit different in that it's more universal. They have consciously tried to be basically international. Right. Um, and by contrast, the uh, Build It Green, Greenpoint rated mm -hmm. system started in California. So it was more designed to encourage people to build within the California code, which is already very green. Right. Um, and then stretch to what was probably coming in, in future codes. Right. Um, so actually, Build It Green is somewhat more usable to most um, architects in California because it, it's uh, very much based in the California code. Mm -hmm. And uh, by contrast, leads, sometimes you would find out that because California is already in its just baseline of, of code requirements, right. very, very green, you would find yourself getting a whole bunch of, of lead points Mm -hmm. for something that you are in any way required to do, mm -hmm. which I think is kind of cheating. Right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so we, we uh, became kind of fans of the Greenpoint Rated system. Since mm -hmm. then, Greenpoint Rated is starting to spread to the rest of the U.S. Yes. Um, which is great because um, other states are realizing that this is a really um, usable system. And then the other thing that's a little bit different is I think the Build It Green system was de developed in consultation with contractors, residential mm -hmm. contractors. Mm -hmm. So it's frankly a little bit easier to verify and it, it requires less extra work mm -hmm. um, by both the rater and in particular the contractor. Right. In order to kind of match it up and, and verify that you're doing mm -hmm. what you said you would do. So we really appreciate that as well because the cost, the extra cost and the cost in general is always such a right. right. So here you see the, the different areas that are addressed in any green rating system. Mm -hmm. uh, resource conservation, first of all, indoor air quality, and increasingly we've, with the COVID-19 pandemic, we've become more and more aware how important that is for yeah. human health yes. as well as Mm -hmm. Water conservation, um, and that often deals with rainwater and gray water reuse. That's probably the most important issue next to energy use that we deal with in Southern California. Yes. Um, something that Greenpoint Rated calls community, that LEED calls uh, location and transportation, transportation. and sustainable uh -huh. sites. But it's mm -hmm. all about how if the house isn't located in the right area, its environmental impact can be much, much bigger than right. it should be. Right. So um, that's why um, this particular project we're talking about is, is located in downtown Culver City, where it's incredibly close to many things and there's very little demand for automobile mm -hmm. um, trips. Mm -hmm. And then the, the last one, which always is really important, is energy efficiency. Yes. So some of the European systems like Passive House right. almost consider energy efficiency practically the only thing to worry about. Right. Um, but increasingly, we're aware that depending on you know, where you are uh, in the world and what your climate is and what your constraints are, all of these issues in various ways are mm -hmm. super important to pay attention to. Yes, I agree. So that's really um, 
the strength of the of using a greenpoint rating system whether it's you know literally greenpoint rated or whether it's some other rating system and i because i've uh, taught and studied in france as well as california i'm aware of them there are different ones literally all over the world sure um so in in britain for example there's something called bream in uh german Passive House in France, there's uh, HQE, which is high quality environmental um, homes. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a ton of these. Um, right. They're all addressing the same basic issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here in the US, there's a new one called WELL, yes. which is particularly interesting because it kind of centers human health, right. which increasingly we become aware is yes. a very, very important thing to yes. do. Yeah. Um, but they all have kind of a similar kind of broad uh, brush approach. And the thing that is the most useful about them, frankly, as a designer, mm -hmm. is not necessarily the little plaque you get at the end, you know, that shows you that you did well. Right. But it's the checklist. So this, as an example, is a single family home checklist from Greenpoint Rated. And you mm -hmm. can see that Basically, there's a ton of different measures that address all those things that, that we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get points in various ones, depending on how you, which, which things you dis decide are right. feasible to ins right. include in your design. Right. Um, so this one, this is for the Higuera home, I believe. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and uh, you can see that under energy, it gets a huge number of points and under community, it gets a huge number of points. Mm -hmm. And it does pretty well across the board, but it's really kind of off the charts on community. I mean, on energy, excuse me. Yes. Um, and that's because we really consciously decided to build it as one of these net zero energy homes. Mm -hmm. um, but, but we love the checklist, we would use it even when the client does not require a rating, mm -hmm. we use it in our design process because right. it reminds us about which, um, which features we should uh, explore and it allows us to make the case with our clients to mm -hmm. do the most green design possible within mm -hmm. their budget and constraints. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as an example, under community in this Culver City project, you know, being within a quarter mile of a major transit station, having bicycle lanes within a few blocks, being able to walk to downtown schools, shops, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, having it be R2 zoning and with two units on one site. Right. All of those things are earning us points, but more importantly, they're actually making this the greenest home that it could be. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we look at energy efficiency, we often look at both the energy use of the home. So we look at uh, trying to specify the most energy efficient uh, features we can find. Right. Um, we might want to look at electric char char car charging, mm. um, but we're almost always, especially in California, it's really a no brainer yeah. to add photoelectric, yeah. photovoltaic panels. Exactly. So this, is, this project is um, in Bel Air, California. Mm. It was a very wealthy, really quite conservative couple mm -hmm. with no particular interest in environmental issues, but merely on the economics mm -hmm. and the high performance elements and comfort elements of right. 
um, being energy efficient, they decided to max out their rooftop uh, solar and mm -hmm. put in a, a very sophisticated heat pump heating and cooling system. Wow. So it just shows you that this is not just for you know the folks who uh, are willing to go out of their way for energy mm -hmm. efficiency. Mm -hmm. If you're uh, kind of a hard-headed dollars and cents type person like <laughs> this homeowner was, yeah. you will still come to the same decisions. Right. So that's really important right. to communicate with our mm -hmm. clients. Um, similarly, uh, indoor air quality. And again, the same project to illustrate this because this was located really close to the 405. Okay. Uh, so potentially a lot of issues of air pollution from the freeway. Mm -hmm. And then as it turned out, within a year of it being completed, we had all those wildfires. Fires, yes, right. So indoor air quality became even more something on our mm -hmm. minds. Mm -hmm. And this older couple was very, very glad that they had invested in this filtration system and right. this really mm -hmm. high efficiency mm -hmm. um, HVAC system. So did you um, electrify this home? Allison? Yes, it's it's a hundred percent electric for uh, the HVAC system. Mm -hmm. um, I believe they they still had uh, gas for cooking. Okay, but in the Culver City project, we've completely electrified, and in all our accessory dwelling units, right, we tend to recommend all electric, right, just because it's cheaper and and safer. Frankly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, think a lot of people have a uh, attachment to the gas cooking stove. <laughs> yes, I was talking with a client about how, you know, there's sort of this human history with, yeah. you know, huddling around the fire. Yeah, that's so true. on. That is deeply satisfying for people. But uh, yeah. once you kind of come to terms with how much damage um, gas exploitation right. yeah. provides in the environment, yeah, you start to rethink that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so similarly, obviously in Southern California, particularly, but really across uh, much of the Southwest, mm -hmm. water conservation and management is one of the most important challenges we face. And in Southern California, particularly, conserving water equals conserving mm -hmm. energy because it takes so much energy to pump it and move it from wherever it's plentiful to where we use it. Yes. So, you know, there we are putting snow melt from Northern California on our gardens. And that's kind of hard to defend as a long-term strategy. So finding alternatives to that for irrigation and then being very, very conscious of water conservation within the home are mm -hmm. both super important. Mm -hmm. And we generally um, wind up including rain barrels, for example, mm -hmm. in all our- Sure they save money and allow you to make better use of what you've got. So generally speaking, all of these issues um, and the really important overarching issue of resource efficiency means using wood and concrete and all the other building materials. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, money, which is right. there never is enough money to do the construction project. It seems right. like whatever the budget is we start at, it ends up being stretched by mm -hmm. all the different. So um, you get the best value when you're designing this way with a green home mm -hmm. with attention to finding the most 
uh, durable building materials, and then also the, the types of equipment and finishes and so on that will be as efficient as possible over the long term. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of a, a payoff um, to, to going this way. And yeah. I just wanted to end with a little kudos to my team. These are all my designers. It's um, we all enjoy doing this green design together. Mm -hmm. so yeah, and you've answer so any questions. Go back to a kind of generic uh, slide so we can mm -hmm. talk. No, I appreciate Thanks. it. This is very, very helpful to see the images, you know, the the graphics. It's always helpful to have a visual and, you know, that you've touched so many things that I want to ask you all these other questions like materials and, you know, the landscaping and it just keeps going. But so, um, you know, one of the struggles that I have as a real estate agent or, you know, a green agent is that it's just not, um, uh, very much recognized, you know, the, like a Greenpoint system. I have seen uh, properties on the market that had a Greenpoint rated um, poster or, you know, those uh, card, but right. it's not being uh, well conveyed of the values of the, the rated system or even lead, um, um, you know, to, to, to really, um, talk about the values of you know so-called green homes and how do you see th these systems uh, from your standpoint as a designer architect um, what is what is it that we have to do to really convey the values of it the benefit of you know, mm -hmm. the green homes and having using the rating system, you know, you, we didn't even discuss the Hearst rating and some other that we, you know, even in the US now we have more different certification programs and systems for, you know, green buildings. Um, what do you think we need to, to, to be doing as someone who is promoting the idea of green homes? Well, this is such an interesting time to be yeah. um, talking about this because I think with the Biden administration, there's a lot of interest in really starting to, um, on, a, on a national basis, mm -hmm. yes. to provide some meaningful incentives yes. Yes. for both new green home constructions, but even more importantly, actually for existing home retrofits. Yes. Mm -hmm. So existing homes, um, are really kind of the gas guzzlers of, yeah. uh, of our, you know, building stock. Mm -hmm. And um, it's obviously tremendously hard to motivate, motivate people to do work on their home when they're, right. you know, already living in it. And right. As far as they know, it's, it's just working fine. But usually the average existing home is a is kind of a hodgepodge. It's sort of yeah. like something that was well-designed back in 1920 mm -hmm. or whatever it was supposed to do. Yeah. And then uh, for the next um, you know, 100 years, all sorts of random changes were made, some of which actually can make it dangerous, yeah. but often can be just sort of counterproductive. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a, a one, there was a really great program 10 years ago um, under the Obama administration and with California leading the way called mm -hmm. Energy Upgrade California. Yes. 
mm-hmm. that really promoted existing home upgrades mm-hmm. using Greenpoint rated. Mm-hmm. And one of the great things they did is they provided a $2,000 rebate, first of all, to get your, your home uh, rated. Right. And then um, also incentives for you to get an energy audit, which is usually one of the biggest problems with an existing right. home. Right. So that was a really wonderful program. And I look forward to um, having some similar incentives, hopefully in the near mm-hmm. future, mm-hmm. ideally at the, at the national level. Yeah. A lot of times these things are put in place by utility companies as right. part of the, the regulatory agreement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with their state, but it would be even more valuable if it could be on the national level because then yeah. we'd start to yes. see some change. I agree, and I'm actually quite optimistic about this, all, all the new incentives coming coming out with, you know, this new administration. Um, yeah, so I'm, I am, like I said, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. And so do you have any suggestion for me as a real estate agent to be able to really talk about the values of green pointed homes or, you know, lead certified homes or any other, you know, systems that we may see out there on the market? Well, I, I do know that um, Greenpoint Rated, for example, has that great tra- training that I believe you did for yes. real estate agents. Thanks to you. <laughs> they also provide uh, marketing materials, which mm-hmm. are really quite useful mm-hmm. for explaining the value of green homes to mm-hmm. buyers. They've also helped to, um, to educate appraisers and some of the other really important right. you know, players in the real estate industry about the value of green home upgrades. Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the real huge advantages is obviously if your house is energy efficient or has been upgraded, you're going to be paying less for utilities and right. so you're going to have more money to pay your mortgage. Right. Oh, that's pretty helpful. Yes. Especially <laughs> in the California market where mm-hmm. everybody is stretched um, to pay for housing no matter what. Yeah. So um, that that argument needs to be made uh, repeatedly and particularly by real estate agents and yes. people who are kind of um, close to the buyers. Yes. Because yes. a lot of people don't realize that they can actually get a credit mm-hmm. on their mortgage mm-hmm. for buying a green rated home. Right, right. And that would be tremendously helpful. One of the things that's way overdue in the US and has already happened in Europe is that every uh, home on the market there has to get an energy audit yeah. and an energy rating. Mm-hmm. So there was talk about that here in the US, but it never really happened. Yeah. And that is a way of kind of, it's, it's almost like a you know public health grade or something for a house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they literally are from A to G. Right. Um, and, you know, my in-laws house in, in France got a G, I think. So oh my God. It was probably state of the art in 1974, but you know, it had really, uh, you know, been surpassed by many, many uh, code upgrades and mm-hmm. technology improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting that kind of really useful information, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. way more important probably than the termite report or some yeah. of those 
things that take up pages and pages of your real estate transactions. Yes, yes. So that would be a tremendous improvement if we yeah. could get uh, agreement in the real estate uh, market that that was an important document and that it should be standardized right. ideally across the country so mm -hmm. we really had a sense of, mm -hmm. of how we're doing. Yeah. Um, as we know, that's the, that's the ideal time to, you know, replace your toilets with the lower flow exactly. um, versions and so on. Yes. Pretty easy to do mm -hmm. uh, the work on the energy system as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Allison. Um, how I know that we had a pic, uh, uh, your company website uh, URL somewhere on the deck, but how can people find you? Um, well, you can definitely you can find us on um, Facebook. Mm -hmm. You can find us uh, at kendallarchitecture.com. Okay. And you can also um, find us uh, under Kendall Architecture on Facebook as well. Okay. Okay. So please do um, contact us if you have any interest in green homes at all. Mm -hmm. One of the things we do, um, a really good time to do a, a green home upgrade is when you're adding or reno, you know, remodeling right. one room in your house. Right. So we often help people kind of develop a, a master plan for how mm -hmm. to incrementally um, make their home more green. I Most see. of us can't deal with, you know, ripping the whole place up, especially right now when we're <laughs> sheltering the place. Yeah, yeah. It's so uh, we help you kind of prioritize. Okay, we're going to start here and then, you know, then we'll do this and we can help you think about how to combine different projects so that you you can do the the eventual complete green home, but without right. bankrupting yourself or driving yourself crazy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes and until next time, and I am going to stop the live stream. Thank you.